Last time on Out of the Forest. You will find the credentials you need to visit the Munsdale Polymer Labs as a group of potential investors. Hello, uh, esteemed guest from the Anderson Investment Group. My name is Lynn Bosch, uh, and I am the Science Team Integration Specialist, so I know a little bit about both sides of the company, uh, so I should be able to answer any questions you have. Hello, I'm Ren Anderson. Jameson Wright, pleasure. Bartholomew Davis, you can call me Bart. Uh, Oscar Martinez, it's, it's a pleasure. And Isaac, you recognize this man. You recognize him as one of the uh, people from your vision. Uh-oh. You see a figure very slowly drifting up towards the ceiling and eventually getting starting to go through it. Um, that is um, kind of looking down amongst the crowd below. It is a the ghost of a woman. Um, she is wearing what appears to be a very tattered uh, lab coat, and affixed to her face is this black onyx mask in the shape of a woman screaming. I can't believe I'm playing this RPG and scheduling a business meeting. Iris pops out with a worried look on her face as behind her, the, the ghost drifts up from the floor. Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a bunch of turtles on top of turtles, on top of turtles, on top of turtles, on top of turtles. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I'm your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Kernunos. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. Do you like how I introduced myself differently that time? Yeah, I was like a departure. Like, we're we're gonna lose all our listeners because of that. Oh, they don't like change. Fine, leave. <laughs> here we literally don't want your listenership. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so last time, you folks were slightly separated. Kirinos was having the thrilling time of planning a business meeting during a fantasy <laughs> RPG. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually planned it, which was the best part. I, I want to live out my my childhood fantasies of planning business meetings. Not only was the planning of the business meeting fictional, but the meeting itself will probably never happen even in fiction. Uh, meanwhile, the other Kernu, three... This is actually going to show up, though. <laughs> he keeps all of his promises. He's true to his word. Yeah. I never... I always keep my appointments. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Baron, Enith, and Isaac were discussing with one of the scientists, Dr. Dexter, about her plans in robotics when they were confronted by the spirit of a woman wearing a black onyx mask. But who cares about that dramatic stuff? We're going to jump straight into that business meeting planning, figure out what was going on over there. Oh, man. I have so many questions. Uh, So... in media res, as the scene opens, Kurnunos has out his phone, and they're comparing uh, their Microsoft Outlook calendars. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is too real. 
Does Cornudos even have one? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's at least two problems with this little setup here. <laughs> does he, a, does he even know what Microsoft Outlook is? I he and second, does he even calendar. have a calendar? <laughs> he probably put up like a calendar app on his phone. The, one the other issue is you've already it's set a, up a it's date. A picture, it's a picture of a calendar. Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Like that's he's like this must be it. This is what all they they all use. So, it's so Cornelius pulls up a picture of though. a calendar, <laughs> and he he shows it to she he shows it to uh to, to Limboche, uh, asking uh what what date would work best. And Limboche gives some weird look and just goes, uh we we already agreed on on next Tuesday, didn't we? I thought we did literally thirty seconds ago, even though it feels like it was a week ago. It, it I'm pretty sure it was just thirty seconds ago. That we agreed on next Tuesday. That's that's still good, right? <laughs> also, this calendar has nothing on it. Right. Also, your your clock app is a sundial. Why is that? <laughs> how does how does that work? I don't understand. How can how can an app be a sundial? This, who made it and why? <laughs> this is just a lot for me. I need to sit down. Thank God I'm already sitting down. <laughs> oh my God! See, this is a disaster. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Lin Bosch uh, gets you knocked in for, for next Tuesday. I don't remember exactly what we said, but it's also super not important. Um, and she goes, all right, is there anything that you would like to take a look at while your compatriots uh, take their meeting with one of the scientists? Mr. All right. Uh, I would like to, <laughs> I guess while she's saying that, not after she does, just kind of like, Take a gander around the room. Do I see anything, like, suspicious in the office? Uh, you don't notice anything particularly suspicious. Uh, one thing as you're looking around the room does kind of take you by surprise. Uh, you see a portrait at, uh, her desk, which features a, a man that you've, you've never seen before, but a, a younger woman, uh, that you do recognize, uh, between the the man and uh, Lin Bosch, which is Seema Bosch, the uh, camper that you met at oh, Camp Longstreet. Oh shit! Oh, fuck. Everything's connected, guys. Damn it. <laughs> hmm. Troubling. <laughs> All right. I know your daughter. <laughs> Do you like? <laughs> did I? I don't think I actually met her at any point. Uh, you definitely yeah, did. did meet the, the Seema at the end, at least. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. were in fact he... the first person to meet her. Oh, never mind. Yeah, was. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you enjoy speed running? <laughs> that's not wrong one. In- that, that's incorrect. <laughs> you have to ask her if she likes axes and approves of her daughter having an axe. Interesting. <laughs> and so I, but like this woman was not at the campery. No. Lynn Bosch. Uh, okay. Actually, you you don't. No, there, there is literally no way of you knowing. Hmm. Um, it's not like you saw the roster, and Seema was at a different campground than you. Fair were. enough. Um, no, I think uh, everything's in order. Um, if we could, I'd like to rejoin with the rest of my group. Oh, yeah, of course. I can uh, go ahead and take you there real quick, and then um, I will come back here, and I, I will let the... the Whichever scientist you're meeting with, I don't know who Kyle might have grabbed. Uh, I'll let them take you on your way out, uh, and then we'll see you next Tuesday. Excellent. All right. Thank you uh, very much, Miss Bosch. Of course. 
and she begins to uh, take you in the direction of the scientist. You three, uh, Isaac, Enith, and Baron, are sitting on the opposite side of the desk of Dr. Dexter as she talks about robotics. And behind and her... taking over the world. Oh my god. <laughs> and behind her, drifting through the floor, uh, arrives this spirit that only Isaac can see and only Isaac has seen so far. I don't remember. Did Isaac mention it to the rest of them they saw a ghost? No, he did not. So. I don't think he's ever like had the chance. All right, so Isaac, you are the only one that can see this ghost. Um, the other two are just trying their best, apparently, to pay attention and failing to listen to anything that Doctor Dexter is actually saying. Goes over my head. Um, can I use tune in to the ghost? Yeah, certainly. So tune in. Um. It's been a little bit, not too long, but is the power that lets you basically draw a connection with a monster or a minion, uh, which this, at this point in the mystery, could be either. But yeah, you can definitely do that because it's definitely one of the two. It's a ghost. Uh, that's going to be an 11. An 11. Nice. Uh, so on an 11, I think you get asked three questions. Where's the creature right now? <laughs> what is it planning to do right now? Who is it going to attack next? Who does it regard as the biggest threat? And how can I attract its attention? Okay. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to ask, what is it planning to do right now? Uh, you, using Iris, make your connection with this spirit. And you connect to its mind. You can feel its intentions. You can find kind of follow its gaze as it stares as a new email arrives uh for dr dexter and you sense that it is just planning on waiting for dr dexter to open that email and make sure it does what it's supposed to do interesting um is it an email virus but in ghost form oh my god what if it is it infects your computer with ghost <laughs> go and ghost kind of virus. haunted computer uh, I'm going to ask, who does it regard as the biggest threat? It doesn't feel like it has any direct threats. Um, it seems concerned about, um, primarily the security guard downstairs. Okay, uh, and I guess, um... How can I attract its attention might be the most helpful thing. Um, you can definitely attract its attention by interacting with it directly, since uh, from what you can tell, your two compatriots can see him. You assume it's like most ghosts, and you're one of the very few people who can just sort of freely see it. And so it's probably not used to being directly spoken to. So just literally interacting with it specifically is the best way to get its attention, because that will probably surprise it enough. Yeah. Gonna be so supplied. Okay. And as you are, uh, Iris returns to her original state after uh, linking up to this monster to give you these, this insight. Um, you see 
Dr. Dexter's eyes flicker over to her computer screen and she goes, I've, uh, I've got, I've got an email. Let me go and check this real quick. I'm so sorry. Uh, might be something important. And you see her click an email and goes, that's strange. Uh, one second. And she reaches into a drawer in her desk and she pulls out a, uh, pair of headphones and plugs them into her computer real quick and pops one earbud in and then she clicks and there is a moment of confusion on her face and then her face just goes blank and she begins humming this tune that even if you recognize you know you've heard this tune before and it is incredibly unsettling Dr. Dexter? There is no response. Isaac, you see the ghost uh, nod its head in satisfaction and then drift to the wall immediately to the right. Um, can I do a hand wave in front of Dr. Dexter? Is she responsive at all? Uh, no, her face is entirely blank. Her her pupils have just like, are kind of going funky. They're, they're, they're dilating and undilating really rapidly. Uh, and she doesn't seem to be, like, focusing in on anything specifically. She's just kind of rigid in her chair, humming this just just very disconcerting tune. What's on, what's on her computer screen? Can we look? Uh, you take a look over, and there is just an audio file playing from a email uh, that is, seems to not be from anyone. Don't Can we listen. Turn it off? Yeah, don't listen to that. Uh, that 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 file or whatever it is. There's a ghost in the building. The ghost was in here. The ghost wanted her to listen to that audio file that came in through an email, and now she's listening to it. And then the ghost left, and the ghost doesn't know that we know that. that. What did, what did, wait, oh wait, what did the ghost look like? Uh. A lady with a, a a mask on her face, um, a, a a a stone, a stone mask. I couldn't really uh, make out any other features, um, but th- that was what I was following uh, up up the stairs. I saw um, kind of the caught the end of her uh, downstairs and wanted to come back up here to see what was going on. It looks like she wanted, she was waiting for Doctor Dexter to open um, the email never heard of a ghost haunting someone through an email these ghosts and are getting complex you're interrupted by a knock at the door that was very bad let me try this one there we go much better sound that's what i'm uh, talking about you're interrupted by that knock at the door as Kernunos, you and uh lynn bosch arrive um and you hear lynn call dr dexter are you are, are you busy can i can i real quickly turn off the audio yeah you can pause it pretty okay easily. i'm gonna pause the audio does that do anything uh no she continues to hum this tune um let's i'm gonna shuffle everyone back into our chairs and i'm like we like look confused <laughs> like time to quick. weaken it bernie's it <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> like uh i i think baron's gonna say uh, i think she got an email and she got real busy with something so um she seems pretty intent with whatever it is we Maybe we we should um, let her be for the time being. I don't know. All right, you you say this like at the door and start making your way out of the office. Yeah, like is yeah. Are they in the office yet? Like, 
No, she's outside. Like she uh, knocked at the door. She's not like trying to interrupt any of the scientists by like marching in on them. Okay. She doesn't actually know that you guys are in there until you say that. Uh, but if you come to the door and say that, uh, you are welcome to walk out and leave Dr. Dexter to her condition. We can't just leave her here. I mean, we need to find that, probably that ghost, wherever that ghost is, it's not here anymore. I think it's probably safest for now to not bring any attention to her. Yeah, otherwise everybody else is going to get a little suspicious. Okay, fine. Well, let's go find that ghost then. All right, so you somehow have that conversation despite... (laughs) Limbosh being right I was there. I just wondering about that. <laughs> we're yeah. whispering. Like, turning into sleep, they're just like, so, so, so. so we're whispering now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you guys all stumble out. I'm just going to assume that you kind of all intuited that and that wasn't a real conversation. Um, and you It was you come all by gestures, like hand gestures of like... Like Bar- Baron's like, <laughs> kind of like motions his head like to let's leave and, and Enos like motioning at the person's comatose at the desk like, what about on her? And and Isaac's just like, we gotta go, we gotta go. There's a lot of <laughs> and Isaac's just movements. like super shrug. And, just like <laughs> and you all f- and a fumble out and uh, Lynn goes, oh, well I guess uh, we made uh, good timing. Are you folks... Ready to head out? I scheduled an appointment uh, with Mr. Wright here for, for next Tuesday. Um, unless there's anything else you'd like to check out, uh, we can go ahead and get you guys on your way. Um, I don't know. Oscar, was there something that you wanted to check out still? Was there something I wanted to check out still? Um, I might be interested in your... Uh... Your your archive, the research library, um, but if there's not time for that now, I understand. Well, we could take a look at the archive real quick. Uh, obviously not a huge amount of time to go poking through it too much, but I can take you to show you show off kind of what we have back there. Uh, let me... Oh, yeah, I can just take you there right now. And she begins walking down the hall uh, towards the archives at the end of the hall on this floor. So you guys walk into the archive. And it is a decently sized room, uh, just covered and filled uh, with bookshelves, just with like books, binders, and reports, as well as I think two computers. Uh, and it looks like these servers are also housed in here. Oh. Um. So it looks like the archives are are like directly built into the servers, essentially. And Lynn goes. So this is where uh, we keep all of our records we have hard copies of a lot of it um we've started moving to digital but there is a lot to get through and it helps to have redundancy especially when you're working military contracts so we've kept a lot of the ones that we have digitized just to have them on hand and we we haven't exactly discouraged any of the scientists from keeping paper notes just so that we have those on hand in case anything goes wrong with the servers uh, a lot of the files from older research studies, as well as the more encrypted stuff, is kept on only accessed by the archive computers. 
That way, not just anyone can access them. And only a few people have access to the passwords for the archive computers. Unfortunately, I'm not one of them, so I can't really show you those in detail, but you can kind of take a look around at what we've got on hard notes. Again, I do need to get back to uh, work. So unfortunately, I can't allow you to just hang out here for too long, but uh, you can take a look, look around. Well, thank you. This archive is very impressive. How far back does it go? Uh, we attempted to uh, consolidate some of our stuff from before we moved to this particular location. So for the most part, back 10 years, we have a few files on important research studies from prior to the move, but those are fewer and farther between and a lot more consolidated. I'm going to go ahead and, and it's, I'm assuming like shelves. Yeah, it's it's like shelves all around the room, and there's a few like in the middle of the room. It's a decent sized room, so there's there's literally material all over the place. Okay, and then is there? Can I like look and see? Are there? Is there any labeling on them? Is it like boxes, or how are they labeled? Uh, they are labeled, uh, I think, by date, and also like there's obviously different sections uh, for the different uh, categories of research. Okay, so you have like insulation research, live fire research, um, et cetera, et cetera. And then the, the, each of those are, are organized by, like, date the research was done. Uh, there are a couple of bookshelves that are locked behind cases, which like, actual key locks on them uh, mm-hmm. that are clearly the classified files that they're working for clients that don't want their files to be as easily accessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's essentially how they're organized. Uh, when we were looking at the obituary for, uh, or not the obituary, the I guess the mention of the scientist who died, uh, what was the date for that? Or did we see a date? It was approximately six months ago. I was going to say, I remember I did look it up on the internet, on my phone. Yeah, so you, you we would the obituary. Be able, okay, so we would be able to see here where a date might line up with that same time frame. Yeah, for sure. Can I go poking around over there? Yeah, sure. Go ahead and uh, give me an investigate a mystery roll. Eight. Eight. So you get to ask one question on an eight as you kind of try and make your way around. And it's taking a while because this is a lot. It's very dense in here. Uh, What is your question? Um, What happened here? All right. Um... Here's the answer you get for that uh, from your current surrounds. You are looking around, um, and you, like, as I said, it's sorted by dates, and it's actually pretty well sorted by date. Like, you can find research based on a specific date just by glancing around at the little, like, ticker labels that mark off sections. So it's actually super well organized, uh, and you keep not finding that date and keep not finding that date, and then you find... In uh, one of the corners behind one of the locked cases, um, this th- this case behind it is just a bunch of uh, binders that are just it's just binders, and they none of them are labeled. Most of the other things are actually like labeled in some way. These ones have no labels on them except for the dates, and you find the specific date that you're looking for on that locked shelf with a unlabeled binder behind it. Hmm. So whatever it is, it is super classified. Yeah. I figure probably asking about it's not going to do anything, so I'm not going to bring it up. And as you find that, uh, Lynn goes, 
All right, uh, I'm terribly sorry to cut the, cut you off, but due to late notice, I I really do have some work I need to be getting back to uh, a lot of data that I need to pass on to the data entry folks, and a lot of reports that I need to get back to the scientists, and you know the paperwork never ends. Oh, I just absolutely, hope- absolutely, we understand completely. Thank you so much for the time on such short notice. This was really great. I'm I'm glad you appreciate it. I look forward to having a more uh, planned meeting. I understand that you you folks are probably going all over with your your new interests. Uh, I just need you to. Warning: Contaminant threat. Lockdown level one initiated. And then there is a loud chunk as the door behind you uh, locks tight. What's going on? Uh, Lynn's eyes go wide and she goes, I, uh, it's probably nothing. Uh, we do work with some materials that are a little bit unstable. They can sometimes leak and we don't want those getting outside or spreading. So everything sort of locks up except for, uh, high level employees can, can make their way to the doors. Uh, so I should still be able to at least get us out of the archives, but unfortunately we cannot leave the building until the uh, leak is dealt with. We, we have a, 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 team we, uh, a company we contract with which deals with this. We just have to wait for them to arrive and they can give us the all clear. Unfortunately, uh, nothing much to be done about that. You understand safety precautions and all, uh, but it will probably take at least 30 minutes to take care of. Uh, probably something happened down in the labs. Is um, will everyone be safe? Is is anyone in danger with with the contaminant? Hopefully not. This is the lowest level lockdown, which means that it's just a threat of a leak, something, a crack in something. It doesn't even mean that necessarily the contaminant got onto anyone or near anyone. Uh, it just means we need to find where the leak is, patch it up real quick before it does harm anyone and everyone's typically expected to stay where they are unless they are a higher ranking employees uh again i i can get us around uh this does mean that your your tour has been extended indefinitely so uh, silver lining there chris uh from my vision was that the same uh announcement that i heard it sure was yay um, the furious mm-hmm. sound of paper flipping. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I was just flipping my. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Miss Bosch, I'm sure you have places uh, to to be right now. Um, you know, certainly to deal deal with the, the the ongoing issue, but also you said you had some work to get back to. Um, is there a place maybe that you could just drop us off and we can uh, wait it out, maybe in the cafeteria or the break room or somewhere. Uh, go ahead and roll manipulate someone. That's a nine. nine. I'm rolling really well. I want some experience. Yeah. These are some good rolls. Does anyone want to I'm try to help Isaac out with this convincing to get that up to a ten? Or shall we see what Miss Bosch requires otherwise? I'll, I'll help out. Um, yes, that would be really appreciated. I actually need to go to the restroom. Um, so I don't know if I'll be able to stay in here for a whole 30 minutes or so. All right, yeah, go and give me that uh, help out. Cool, yo. 
Yeah. That is a 13 yet. Uh, and Bosch goes, oh, yes, of, of course. Uh, I can take you back to uh, the cafeteria. And uh, Anderson, you can use the restroom. And uh, you, you guys can chill there. Let the You can pop in over. Well, hmm. maybe it's better if I drop you off in, in the lobby that way in case you need help. Uh, the receptionist can take can can get my attention no I, there's no why do we have any restrooms in the lobby uh i'll just drop you off at the uh antechamber on the second floor there's a bathroom there and there's a break room you can kind of take a load off and chill out and you can uh th- through the glass door you can call and get someone to grab me if you if you do need any additional assistance while you're here does that sound amenable to everyone oh yes that would be much appreciated thank you so much uh, of course, and she uses her key card, and you hear the la- the heavy lock that got activated during the lockdown disable on the archives door, and she walks you through. And as you walk past Doctor Dexter's uh, office, you can just barely hear her still humming that too. Mm. Uh, and you get to the end chamber. She activates the elevator with her key card, as well as the door out of the hallway, obviously. And lets you down to the second floor antechamber. She goes, the bathrooms uh, do not lock, uh, because obviously that would be terrible. Um, so you are free to use those, and there's never a lock on the break room, because it's, you know, this is a pretty small area. Thank you so, so much. So, uh, yeah, just call someone to come get me through the door if you need me. I'll, I'll let everyone know that you're over here, and hopefully the lockdown will be cleared up in a short amount of time. It was nice uh, meeting you, and if I don't talk to you sooner, I will see you all next Tuesday. It was very nice to meet you. Thank you. And she nods and makes her way into the cubicle area to head to her desk, and you are left alone in this antechamber. <laughs> and to keep okay. up appearances, Enif is going to go to, you know, the, the where the restrooms are and, like, pause in front of them for two seconds and just, like, decide to go to the men's one. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right sure like, i'm pretty certain they her. probably have a gender neutral one but do they okay i'm, then, I'm gonna say have... yes monsdale is a pretty decent place as far as okay then yeah diversity then and that gonna such go goes to... all right Eve's gonna go to the gender neutral bathroom then i was like <laughs> all right yeah so you use the restroom real quick and pop out yeah pop I... out yeah isaac would you like to point out that that was the sound that you heard and shit's about to pop off yes i would i was just you know sitting on that until it was relevant Um, i would like to know that (laughs) yeah it would be great if i had known that just now um well well you know you know when even if comes back out and just uh okay now that we're back um i'm pretty sure that mannequins are coming alive and attacking people in the basement um so we might want to why did you say something earlier Miss Bosch was right there. I couldn't say anything while she was there. And then Enif went to the bathroom, so I had to wait for Enif to come back, so otherwise we just have to have this conversation again. Also, we probably shouldn't be yelling in the hallway. Okay, yeah. There's what? a few people, like, poking their heads over the cubicle looking at you guys. <laughs> I don't understand why you guys Sorry, are investment. into the bathroom. <laughs> at least it's, it's quiet in there. Is it a multi-stall bathroom? Would yeah, it look exactly. weird for yes. four people to go into the bathroom? I love yes. the concept of, like, you guys get here, Bosch leaves, and, like, 
Isaac is about to announce something important and then looks over and see, hears the door open to the bathroom and sees Enoch going and then goes, well, uh, uh, okay. And they all just stand there silently for like two minutes <laughs> while Enoch uses the bathroom. And then they come back out and you're just like, oh yeah, people are being beat the shit out of by mannequins right now. We should probably do something about that. Yeah, uh, well, that's what happened, so. Y'all are the best. <laughs> oh my god. We are. We're too good. All right, so... Where is where is this happening? Do we know exactly? Um, I'm guessing it's the same place for my vision. It was the labs uh, in the basement down the one. I think the the one that the fire testing was going on in. Um, I don't. Where did the ghost go that you saw? Uh, she last I saw her, she was um, passing through the office next to Doctor Dexter's room. Um, she kind of I don't know. She's kind of went off. I don't see her right now. I'm guessing she's probably in the basement. Um, also in the archive, uh, there was some, uh, area that was blocked, like, blocked off, like, behind, you know, in the locked cases and stuff. Um, it might be relevant to what's going on. It's probably related to the death. Um, and if we need a key card, potentially I can try to go through the wall and get the one from, uh, either Dr. Dexter's, Dexter's office or one of the other offices that are on the other side of this wall. So that's all the information I have. I think, I mean, Dr. Dexter's out cold right now. Could we just snag their key card and then go to go downstairs and see what we can find? Yeah, probably. Don't see why not. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Time to commit theft. Do All it. right. Isaac, how do you do this? Because you were on the second floor. Yes. Um, and the scientist on the third floor. Yes, they are. Can I... Uh, wait, wait, you can just go through solid objects. I can. Right, Isaac? Yes, okay. I have to go through the, f- right. the ceiling. I can toss okay. you. What's the hallway look like? You are currently in just like a sort of like landing area for the elevator. It's basically a square-ish room. Prop- is, with the that. Bra- is the break room empty? Yes. Okay, everyone into the break room. <laughs> you, you all pile into the break room. It is the same as it looked when Kerninus and Baron came in earlier, complete with two uh, lockers that have been emptied of their clothes. Okay. Are, um, hold on, hold on. Are we, Baron and Kerninus' clothes here? Yeah. I think Kerninus said he just threw his in the trash in the bathroom. Oh, okay. I don't know what Baron <laughs> did with his. It, it's, and there's like a door, right? A door? Like there's a yeah, door, the yeah. There's room. a door into the break room, yes. Okay, and it's solid. Uh, there's probably like a glass window into it, but yeah. Okay. Um, Enif's gonna close close the door and like um, stand in front of it and be like, okay, is there a table or anything? Yes. Okay, fabulous. And there's chairs, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Enif's gonna take a chair and put it on top of the table, and we're like, okay. Do you think you could go through the floor? The floor probably has a lot of space between, like, the ceiling and the floor. Usually there's clearance in there. It might be, like, three feet or something. I don't know. I could I could try. I could see. Um, someone might have to give me a lift. Baron's gonna give him a lift. Okay. Hell yeah. Why don't? Oh my God. On this, on this complicated teeter tower of like. Uh, a... Enif's gonna stand in front of the window to hope so nobody's like looking inside. <laughs> I got, hold on. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Isaac, just stand on the table and Baron and I will lift it to the ceiling. Yeah, also, yeah. Okay, sure. And we'll, we'll crush you upon the ceiling if you do not turn intangible quickly enough. <laughs> well, I'll okay, all right, certainly try. <laughs> well, we we'll don't injure him. We can we can slowly lift it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We don't, we don't want to make oh, him a pink. Christ, I, yep. I love it. It's great. Let's do it. All right, here we go. All right, I I can't what, what, think of any rules that would be super yeah. accurate here. I think you just have a good plan, as weird as that <laughs> oh. sounds. It has um, to be act under pressure, it? right? No, I, I don't think... I think Baron and well, Canoes are fully capable of lifting a table with Isaac on it, because they're both pretty strong people, and Isaac is a wiry young man. Um, I guess they could potentially roll for help out. But Does, Isaac doesn't need to yeah. roll anything. Oh. 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 Okay, Isaac just does transparency through. for free. It's just sort I of a thing that Isaac can do I now. Want. Yeah, right. you know right, what? Well, it it do does it. kind of make sense. I think Isaac does need to do act under pressure to get the timing right. Okay, that's I think fair. that's fair. I don't think Kernus and Baron have any real chance of fucking this up. I think it's just all on Isaac because because you will need to jump through, as Isaac said, some amount of like in between in yeah. order to actually land on the floor above. Uh, so go and give me an act under pressure. Uh, Kernanus or Baron, whichever, whoever wants, can roll a, a help out if they'd like. Okay, um, do it. I am go rolling... ahead and give me that act under pressure. Rolling my negative one cool. God, I hope it goes it's well. It's a one! Oh! Whoa! Oh my god! Wow! Christ, that's Crikey. real bad. Oh. <laughs> You're free to use luck if you want. Um. <laughs> but... I mean, if you don't want to, we'll see where this one takes you. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, I'll use... Oh, I, wow. Either... Oh, I kind of want to see what a one does, but I also kind of want to use a luck. We're going to use a luck. That's fair. You were going to get smashed into that ceiling real bad. Um, <laughs> Poor Isaac. <laughs> so you spend a luck. Um, Kernunos and Baron lift the table faster than Isaac expects. And Isaac realizes with sudden concern that he's only done this once and it was to just kind of jump through a fairly thin wall as far as things go. This is a much more complicated pattern because you need to use like partial intangibility so that way you can continue standing on the table but not get smashed straight through the ceiling. Um, and you panic and almost choke up but iris zooms in and just sort of like merges her intangibility with you and pretty much carries you through the process right as you would have almost smashed into the ceiling uh and you are lifted through iris's powers through the ceiling uh giving you just enough lift to land on the floor above and you are in the scientist break room on the third floor congratulations you've done it Ooh. and and Iris is just like, oh, that was a bad idea. That was a very bad idea. Why did we do that? Was so bad. Oh, you could have gone. You were smashed. I know, but you helped. Thank you. That was exactly what I needed. And now we're up here, and we can get the key card from one of the offices. It. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do that. Okay. Let's let's go. Okay. Probably Dexter, since she's almost dead, would probably be yeah. the best. best <laughs> probably. Dad. I like to imagine, though, that, like, Baron and Kernunas both think that that went off without a hitch. 
<laughs> yeah, and like, we did. Like, yeah, I knew it would work. And they're sitting down, they're like, woo! It's a great idea. And upstairs, Isaac's like, and you, oh God. Yeah, it takes like a full five minutes just to catch his breath. Let's <laughs> uh, take him so long. You should have been back by now. Isaac's just, ooh, ooh, someone brought in cookies today. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, I assume the with a pink slip in it. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> Enid's just like standing there after they remove the like pull, pull the table back down, and Isaac's not there. And Enid's like, "Wow, I can't believe that worked." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Isaac, you make your way towards the scientist office. Do you just sort of what? What do you do? Um. So based on my uh, understanding of the layout, because I, I very clearly specified that I was trying to understand the layout of the floor plan and everything to figure out which offices are right next to the wall and the hallway and all that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there a possibility for me to just zoop right on through a wall into an office that is unoccupied? Uh, No, all the offices are pretty much used. Um, The best way you have to do it without having to try and hide from people is to just zoop through the door into the hallway and then zoop into De- Dr. Dexter's office because all all of the scientist doors are fully solid. There's like no windows or anything into that. Okay. Yeah, in that case, I will zoop into the hallway to the offices and then zoop into Dr. Dexter's office. All right, yeah. You do that pretty much without a hitch. Uh, everyone's locked in and the scientists are pr- probably pretty focused on their work anyway. Uh, and you end up in Dr. Dexter's office. She is still humming that haunting tune and you see with some amount of alarm that her nose has begun to bleed. Oh, God. Mm. Um, fuck. I don't know if I can do anything about that. Uh, <laughs> does she have a key card on her, around her? Yeah, she's got a key card hanging off like the, the breast pocket of her lab coat. All right, let me just grab that real quick. Um, and then... Iris. Let me just rob her. You don't need it. I'm just going to... Excuse uh, me. I'm so sorry. Wow, sorry, about, sorry, 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 sorry about the nose bleeding. Thank you. Just... <laughs> yeah. Um, Iris, there's nothing you can do about this, is there? I don't know how to help her. Iris goes, we can try and do a little bit of healing, but I, that would be... I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what's happening to her. Okay, well, I think uh, um, I think probably the sooner we can figure out what's going on downstairs, maybe the sooner we can get back up here to help her. I don't know, that might be the wrong move. Um, like, I'm, he's, like, visibly torn, like, between wanting to stay and wanting to go. Um, I think after a lot of deliberation, he might just try to grab, like, a couple of tissues from a nearby tissue box and, like, stuff them in her nose or something. Beautiful. Um, so so she then... can't breathe? No, she can still breathe. She's humming. She's humming probably through her mouth. Um, you stick a little bit of tissue up her, bleed- her bleeding nostril and, with a look of worry, head on your way, question mark? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. can- I'm just going to take a peek at her computer screen. Anything else in there besides that? email who's who's the email from you said it wasn't from a co-worker there there's no one in the uh from field like it's it's literally blank it's just empty um you you notice uh thanks to your amount of uh 
Actually, go and give me another investigative mystery as he, as he looks through a computer to try and kind of understand what's going on here, because that's what you are doing. Eight. All right, you get to ask one question. Uh, what, hmm. what happened here? Uh, yeah, so you open up the email and you look at it, and uh, you're confused, obviously, when you notice that the email, literally there's no one in the from field. Uh, and you're like, well... That's not great, and but but that's really strange because with how much security you've seen in this place, you're, you it goes to thinking, why would she open an attachment from an unmarked email? And then you realize, uh, just by looking at it, thanks to Isaac kind of having some knowledge of how computers work, uh, that it has an encryption on it that is seems to be a proprietary encryption of the uh, research labs. So it definitely came from someone who works in the company uh, who somehow managed to remove themselves from the uh, sender field okay um so as in it was sent from a computer or from a sender in the building but the call is coming from within the house yes within, yeah okay <laughs> it was from the it department uh, maybe or it's from the ghost they are very vengeful so it makes sense um okay i think i'm going to dip out uh, and go back to the break room. What was the plan here? Were we just supposed to wait until he comes back? Well, Enif's gonna say, what should we do about Dr. Dexter? I've never seen that. I mean, I, I feel like I recognize what they were humming, but... And do I know what I recognize it from, Chris? Uh, as you sit here, like, just trying to figure it out, and you have this kind of moment to think about it, and now that you finally have some time, just chill, and you remember, hey, wait, I recognize that. Where do I recognize it from? You remember, and this had almost gone from memory because it was so late and you were so exhausted, uh, when you opened your mind to the psychic environment outside of ranger tom's cabin on uh the night that you were in camp longstream you remembered someone humming this and when you came to from hearing that humming you were humming the song too and you had to forcefully stop yourself from continuing to hum it when i was trying to contact moral uh yeah it was when you you were doing that but sensitive sometimes just gives you glimpses into things that are important but not necessarily right uh right now I, when we were at the camp, I had not really a vision, but I heard the song when I was trying to connect with the spiritual world around me, but I d didn't think it was important. Um, can I do um, my sensitive move and see if there's anything kind of around us now? Yeah, sure. So you uh, take a seat. And you, you close your eyes, and you begin to concentrate, and you give me a weird roll. See what that does. Oh, that's a 12. Yeah. Um, I think with this sort of focus and that d good of a roll, um, you, uh, you remember that humming, uh, and you kind of focus in on that humming that you heard back at Longstream. And now that you are here, 
you sense that it, you, you can connect to it and feel that the source was indeed uh, this building. And you hear from where she is, Dexter's humming, and you also hear a, a some, some other woman's voice humming the tune as well. That's not Dr. Dexter. No, it is it is some second person humming it. Uh, and you you sense that you sense the general direction that that humming is coming from. It seems to be coming from the office space. Uh, and as you come back from this, uh, you are startled by the shape of Isaac falling through the the, the <laughs> ceiling and landing on the floor uh, with with a bit of a clatter. But he manages to more or less stick the landing. Okay. Can I? I think I, I I tried to reach out and I think there's someone else humming that same tune that Dr. Dexter's humming. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna be right back. Is there a way? Can I go and check it out? Uh, you make your way over to the cubicle area. It is keycard locked, and you can kind of tell that it's got that heavy lock that the archive had on it. So probably only someone higher up, like Mrs. Bosch was saying, can actually get it to open. Uh, you see a number of people working, but like the cubicles are too high, and you can't really see anyone at their desks or anything like that. So, mm. all right, um, Enif's gonna go back to the break room. Is like, dang it, the the door's locked by keycard. Can't get into that. I have a keycard. Oh snap! Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to, I can I can open it. Um, as long as it's not suspicious that you're inside. Um. I'm gonna. Are we all still wearing sunglasses inside? Were we wearing sunglasses this whole time? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Because you and um, uh, you and Isaac had already been here, so you needed to wear the sunglasses to obscure your face enough uh, that no yeah, one would yeah, recognize yeah. you. Right. Um. Mm, Otherwise, okay. people would know that Brian Rogers is actually mm-hmm. Oscar Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> He's a wealthy investor, not a college kid. Christ. I don't uh, remember what first name Enif went with. I remember their last name was Camp, though. Um, Angela. Angela Camp is actually Ren Anderson. Ren Anderson, yeah. Good um, God. Uh, knows. I think if I take my sunglasses off, they're going to recognize. Somebody's going to recognize me. But they won't recognize you. There's somebody in there who's humming the same song as Dr. Dexter. But if we go in there with our sunglasses, we're going to look too suspicious. But if we go there without our sunglasses and suits, then we'll just look like one of the workers. You just want me to go find the person who's humming? Yeah, see if anybody in there is humming that same song. I I heard it when I tried to reach out that somebody else in there is humming the song, too. All right, I'll pop in. And Kareem uh, goes in. All right, so Kareem you take off your sunglasses and your suit jacket, leaving you in just the the top, so you you look somewhat like a different person, especially since you weren't really introduced to anyone in the cubicle level. Uh, And you go on in there, um, and with the keycard, and start making your way around, trying to not look out of place, and look for the person. Uh, Go ahead and give me an investigative mystery. All right. That is sharp. And there's that button. And that's an eight. All right, that's an eight. So you get to ask... One question. All right. Now, if I was a smart man. Uh, you begin walking around, and you are concentrating on the sound, 
and you eventually uh, you, you hear it's it's much quieter than Dexter was humming. Um, she is a very vocal and out uh, outwardly loud person in general, from what you got or what your companions got at least from talking to her. Uh, but this person is humming much more softly, mm-hmm. and you find a cubicle. It is actually the cubicle that uh, Lynn poked her head in to try and get you a, a guide. It is the intern uh, that she was initially trying to get to give you the tour, uh, whose name is Greta. Um, I thought she was supposed to be fired. <laughs> they haven't given her pink slip cake yet. Remember Isaac found her in the break room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you poke your head in, and you as you poke your head in, you hear her humming and it's again it's very soft um and you see her wearing like headphones does she look like she's uh hypnotized or just kind of you come around and uh obviously you didn't get to see uh dr dexter but her eyes are her pupils are freaking out her face is just somewhat blank and she's sitting very rigidly upright mm-hmm. and there is just a, a a long streak of blood coming out of her nose at this point. Uh, so my question is gonna be, um, what was it going to do? Uh, hmm. All right, yeah. Uh, she, you look on her computer and you look at her, and it looks like um much like dr dexter she's got this audio file open and this one is actually still running uh playing on loop uh and it looks like she was initially going to um she was opening up an email uh that was set being sent to the the whole company asking who sent her this email uh but the email is uh, is unsent unfinished and Obviously, the audio finished loading and started playing as she was typing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I go back to Ina and say, yeah, another person's in there humming. What Who the, is it? One intern girl. I don't think I called her name. The one, the one that the, what's her lady's name? Uh, Bosch, the one that she was trying to talk to before. Yeah, that one. And, and she's same thing as Doctor Dexter. I mean, didn't get a good chance to see Doctor Dexter, but I'm assuming she's humming. Her eyeballs are freaking out, and she's got blood coming out of her nose. Okay, I'm wondering. I mean, how many people got this email? It looks like it might have been the whole company. Was the email sent to the whole company, Chris? Someone hit reply all? Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> 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 it's the reply, reply all apocalypse. Um, I don't think anyone really saw. Uh, it seemed like it was sent to one specific person, but for all... Well, most of you would have no idea how to check this but for all isaac who actually knows computers knows it could have been a bcc and you would never know who it was sent to Mm. um so it's unclear and all kindness really knows is that um not knowing who it was sent by uh greta had sent to try to send to the whole company to ask what who was why who sent it Mm. i don't feel like 
That should be our priority. Hypothetically speaking, right now there's a mannequin coming to life, yes? Oh, yeah. I'm wondering... We should address that first. Yeah, for de definitely. I, I think these... This... Whatever it is, I think it's... Maybe they're trying to... I don't know... Incapacitate the whole company. Make them so they're not noticing. Okay. Yeah, we should definitely go to... Where was your vision again, Isaac? Basement? Uh, in... Yeah, in the labs downstairs. Okay. Let's go there. Uh, the elevator opens at the basement, the basement floor, but the bottom of the elevator shaft, as it were, uh, into the long kind of labyrinthine hallways of the labs. And you begin to make your way to the lab in question that Isaac had his vision in, and you hear shouting uh, of someone in pain and, and the sounds of just, just the, these punches landing. Uh, Isaac, you see the the head of the ghost poke out of the wall adjoining the hallway to the lab in question, and it sees you and then quickly drifts back into the room. Um, we all hear the sounds of pain, right? Yes. Alright, uh, Enif's gonna hurry the hell up. Okay. Alright, uh... Enif rushes forward, and presumably the rest of you follow, and you come to this room, and in the doorway, the door is, is hung open, uh, leaning on this person who is on the ground. Um, uh, you see this person on the ground, and this this mannequin is on top of it, just, just as Isaac's vision saw, just beating the shit out of him, just just clobbering this, this poor man. Um, and there is a, a the, the scientist, uh, Dr. Crane, actually, that Isaac saw in his vision, uh, on the opposite wall, leaning against the wall, looking at this terrified and trying to like sidle along the wall, uh, glancing around, not sure wh where to go. And then he sees all of you and just goes, help! Enif, um, like just, uh, like first reaction is going to throw um, an ice missile to basically try and get the, push the mannequin off the person and like seal it to the opposite wall. Alright, give me that uh, plus weird kick some ass roll. Ten. This is a ten, so you get to choose one additional effect, which I assume is force it where you want it, since that's yes. literally yes. what you're saying. Yeah, so you, you blast it with a, a point-blank ice missile, which flings it across the room, slamming it into that wall and just freezing it there. Uh, you hear cracks as it tries to, um, tries to break itself free, uh, but it seems unable to. Um... As soon as this happens, Dr. Crane uh, runs towards you, uh, grabs the man on the floor, and sort of drags him out of the doorway, and the door slams shut, and you hear the heavy uh, lockdown locks lock that door. Um, and Dr. Crane is like, oh, oh, thank God you showed up when you did. Are, are you all right? What happened? I, uh, I, I, do, I don't know. Uh, I was... I was uh, just tr trying to run another test, see if I could replicate the numbers I got earlier when you were down here, and I, I, that the mannequin just came to life, and and it it just came over, and 
as soon as it was about to attack me, that, that man came in and I, I didn't know what was going on. I panicked, so I, I hit the, the trigger for the, for the lockdown to make sure uh, just in case more of the mannequins, I don't know, were coming to life. Uh, they couldn't escape. Uh, looks like I'm lucky I did now that that mannequin's stuck in there. Uh, who Who's the other man that he's just talking about? Uh, you look down at this other man who is, his face is bloody as hell. Uh, you're pretty sure even if you had met him, you wouldn't be able to recognize him. His okay. face is bloody as hell. Um, as mentioned before, these mannequins aren't, like, wooden. They're made out of, like, the same stuff that Buster from Mythbusters is. Uh, because they're, oh. me- they're, me- they're meant to replicate uh, human skin for the sake of testing to make sure that these things are going to protect humans. It's a me- meaty crash test dummy. <laughs> it is a very meaty crash test dummy. Meaty hands. Big meaty mannequins. Oh, no. Uh, which direction did that uh, ghost go again? Uh, it went into the room. Um, you didn't see it when you uh, poked, got there, though. Can I just try to, yeah, try to feel for it? Uh, you try to reach out and sense it, and you find that you can't really. Uh, it, it's nowhere within sight. Um, okay. You look through, and you can kind of see the lasting energies that were making the mannequin animated fade away as the mannequin tries to break itself free from the ice and then the mannequin just sort of goes limp uh frozen to the wall um can i put my hand on the man who's super beat up and try and heal him a little bit so he's a little more conscious for sure that'd probably be a good plan <laughs> mm-hmm. we're really showing our magic hand here yeah Listen, I'm the only one who's doing magic, so you guys can just say I'm a freak. <laughs> um, I get plus one. Boop. That is another ten. So yeah, you uh, go ahead and heal him for one, um, and you see some of the, the wounds and bruises begin to ease. He is still not doing great, and he's kind of breathing heavily. Um, and Dr. Green goes, My word, what, what are you... D- oh my goodness. You, are you, is this, are you doing magic? Uh, Science. (laughs) Just advanced science. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm trying to think of an excuse to come up with. I want to just knock this fool out, but I don't know if I have that. That's probably worth it. Just just, like on the back of the neck. Like, Like, mannequin got him. (laughs) I just, I just have a very calming touch. Um... Is we should we pro- he needs medical attention though we probably need to get him as- upstairs as soon as possible. Yes, I, I suppose you're right. Uh, let's let's get him to the elevator. Uh, could some, one of you help me with him. I uh, he 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 is an elderly man, or like a middle aged man, so he is. Uh, yeah, I, I've got him. He's thick with three C's. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I don't wow. think any of that. This this thick. Thick old man. Sick old I man. Think, I don't want to think about this. I don't like this. I hate it. Stop. It's old uh, man. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So, you, uh, you pick him up pretty handily and uh, carry him uh, back to the elevator, which. Uh, Dr. Crane scans his keycard and and 
kind of holds the door for you all to go in and he gets a weird look and just goes i'm sorry you you're the inf- how did you get down here during the lockdown how the key card thing wasn't working we were just trying to get down to the lobby and it the elevator weirdly took us down to the basement Mmm. Give me a manipulate someone on that one, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking knock this dude out already. You get you know what? Go ahead. Go and give me an act under pressure to to try and knock him out. <laughs> just oh, leave God. two unconscious. Should, wait, men should, in I do, should we both roll at the same time and see what <laughs> to happens? Knock him out. No, Carninos has taken over the situation. Go ahead and give I, me yeah, that act under this pressure. Fool cannot, can, I cannot abide this guy. <laughs> um please, dear God. Hey, that's a ten, baby. That is a 10, so you do what you're setting out to do. Uh, wait, 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 wait. No, Kernunos, please describe how you are knocking this man out. I want to know. I think this I, is like a... Are you full Nelsing him? Are you like, oh what are you God. doing? Ooh, that's not what that word means. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think this is a, a reverse chokehold situation. <laughs> oh my God. We just um, solid snakes this dude. You can magic god damn it dude <laughs> christ yes yeah, so here's that scene even if you say this really bad lie that you say um hey i had a good lie <laughs> questionable uh and kernunos sees this man beginning to to doubt and immediately just grabs him from behind and chokes him out until he passes out uh god. with enif looking in horror as this happens probably isaac too i'd imagine yeah, yeah. barrett is too what? barrett is like wait a minute everyone's what? just like what the All fuck and then he is out before before any of you can stop <laughs> from doing this thing do that, that he's done why would you do that he is a liability and was asking far too many questions well, you can't just knock a person out because they're asking questions i had a pretty good lie i think time is of the essence we need to keep moving and make sure that things are not going wrong elsewhere in the building did the elevator close to get rid of the two unconscious people? Yeah, no, you you are now in the elevator with the two unconscious people. No one has hit any buttons, so it's not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Wait, what, you are. Wait, no, why are we in it? I don't think we need to be in it. Are we uh, investigate. You, you went in it with oh, the, right. the gentleman before he started asking questions. All right. And then well, Kenneth knocked him out. just pushes the open button of the doors. <laughs> <laughs> just rolls him out. They, <laughs> they do indeed open. Hey, do we need to open? And they're like, well, we can't, we need to figure out what's going on. So if they're already knocked out, we're just going to leave them here and figure out what the That's... hell that mannequin was trying to do. That is perfectly fine. And <laughs> can, so everybody's getting out, right? Just roll them out the door. No, 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 no. We're going to get oh, out. Yeah, and then Aeneth reaches this... back in and pushes the, pushes the, pushes the, um, uh, the cafeteria button. And just like... <laughs> Just sends him up to the cafeteria. <laughs> I already tested to see so bad. I can't imagine how Chris is going to go with this. Oh, do something, please. Oh, my God. God. This is a terrible idea, but it's too late. I don't think I can do anything about it. They, they, you guys built up so much. Like, you, you, you wasted all of this. Like, you, you saved all your, your lying and subterfuge energies for last episode and just blew them all on the business synergistic budget. Um, and and business meeting planning, and then you you come. One thing goes wrong, and you're sending up passed up people to the cafeteria. <laughs> no regrets. Well, if we keep sh- them here, they'll be in danger. Choke holding someone, lying about how well the lockdown's working. 
If we keep them here, they'll be in danger. At least if they're upstairs, they're safe. Don't look at me like that. If if they go upstairs, other people will see them passed out and know something's wrong. Something is wrong. They could just think they they hit their head on the wall or something. Listen, we don't have time for this. We need to figure out what the hell that mannequin. Is it even still alive? No, I don't (laughs) think so. I think it's faded out. It doesn't matter anymore. The mannequin's (laughs) not alive. Is it, Chris? Is it still moving? It was never alive to begin with. When you left it, it, it had gone limp uh, against the, the ice restraints. Okay. All right, I'm going to go check this thing out and get a closer look at this mannequin. All right, you go ahead and you, you swipe the key card that Caninus is still the bearer of uh, for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, oh, because he went to the, the cubicles. That's mm-hmm. right. I remember he, he had it for some reason. Uh, in any case, you swipe it and you enter the lab and head up to this mannequin that is frozen to the wall. And you begin to inspect it. Go and give me that uh, investigative mystery roll. Certainly. Uh, sharp button and go. That's an eight. All right. One question. All right. Um, hmm. What can it do? No. What, what it... sort of creature is it? <laughs> it's a what mannequin. Sort of creature Don't tell it? me it's okay. a mannequin. I'm gonna... It's a mannequin. <laughs> no. Um, you take a look at it and begin to inspect it. It. Uh, and, and, and let me finish. It does appear to be a mannequin. Um, it is, uh, you, you're inspecting it, lifting all of its joints. Um, it doesn't have a great deal of them. It's not like a fully posable one. Cause it's just like essentially a crash test dummy, but like highly specialized. It has more joints than you might expect in something this, this, uh, meaty um but it, it does <laughs> I have hate enough when you say that word it sounds so weird <laughs> that's fine um but you do kind of recognize uh the energy that is contained within it uh it doesn't seem to be in any way special on its own it seems that it was essentially possessed by something with a decent amount of power more uh with, with the level of uh autonomy and uh freedom of range of movement it had uh so far you've seen ghosts uh move things but the two ghosts that you've met since you've been here in munsdale uh iris and old man jack not that you saw him but you saw the effects of him they were basically just able to launch things um the level of control that uh whatever was exerting control on this mannequin had uh had a great deal of power behind it Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it looks like the mannequin is all done with, but something t- something was using it. So mm. this is not the monster. Can can I investigate a mystery to see what magic was done here? Yeah, of course. Uh, so you go ahead and and begin uh, scanning the magical flows uh, as uh, Kerninos is, is examining the the mannequin directly uh, and go and give me that plus sharp roll. What'd you get? Is a five uh, on a fail on investigative mystery. Experience. You reveal some information on the monster or whoever you are, t- are talking to. The keeper might ask you some questions, which you have to answer. Um... Hmm. How willing is essentially Enif willing to hurt someone who's been possessed into attacking them? I would try and do something to force them away from me, but I don't think I could do anything that would 
harm them to the point of extreme physical pain or death. So slight gotcha. injury, I could probably manage myself to do because of thinking that it would protect others or protect myself. But I don't, I don't think Enif would be able to really, really badly physically harm the, harm the individual or kill them. Gotcha. All right. Uh, you are investigating this and you're trying to reach out to magic and you feel this sudden chill in the air and you, you uh, actually see your breath for a split second uh, and and you feel your your um, sort of incantation that you're building up to to examine this magic just get cut off in your throat, and the the spell the spell that you are essentially trying to do to examine what magic is being done here just completely fizzles and you are just left feeling cold. That's really weird. Is everybody? Is anybody else really cold in here? No. Uh, oh no, Chris. No, none of you feel that. <laughs> Ironically, you are in the, the flamethrower testing room. Oh, man. Yeah, it's pretty uh, toasty in here, actually. Somebody, turn that, in somebody here. please turn that flamethrower off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys find anything? I mean, I, I tried to see what if there was any magic on it, but my spell just, I don't know, it just cut off. I wasn't able to finish it. Well, maybe if we're done down here, we could either go back upstairs and try to look in the um, archive, see if there's any information there about what might be going on. Or I'm still kind of worried about Dr. Dexter. Her nose was bleeding, and I don't think that the tissue is going to hold it. <laughs> God, you said that so delicately. Uh, before we leave, Chris, is there anything else besides the mannequin that's like weird in this room? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, you see on the computer screen uh, that Isaac had seen in his vision, uh, Dr. Crane typing it, just set, flashing lockdown initiated. Uh, but that's about the only thing different in this room since the last time you were in here. Okay. Yeah, we might need to go. I, Isaac, have you seen the, the ghost or know where it is since uh, we came down here? Uh, I saw her... Was she in this lab, Chris, or yeah? Next she went into this lab, and then you haven't seen her since. Yeah, she moved into this lab, but then you're in this lab, and she's not here right now. Yeah, last I saw, she was here, um, but she's not here anymore. I don't know where she went. I wonder who the other scientist was that was attacked. I mean, we recognize Doctor Crane, but we need to figure out who the other person is. It might be important. Does he have an ID on him? Let's go check. All right. Uh, so you guys begin, you head out of the, this lab and you begin making your way down these, these laboratory halls. Uh, and then with a surprising amount of um, synchronized effort, you hear slamming just coming from all around you as you reach the center crossroads of these laboratories. And this slamming just keeps getting louder and louder and louder. And then you hear a crunch and several doors just fly off their hinges and splinters. And in the hallways all around you, five separate mannequins step out of the labs and they all turn to you and begin to advance. <laughs> <laughs>